0: What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's first episode of The Greatest Podcast on Turf. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. Today we are back. We are here. It is officially fantasy football season over here at The Greatest Podcast on Turf. We have, our, I would say, top 25 fantasy football quarterbacks going into the season. We're going to rank them 1 through 25, give a little bit of an explanation why some guys are super high, some guys are super low. With that being said, don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you're new. We are going to be pushing fantasy football content from this week. All the way until September. September when football season starts on all platforms: Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So be sure to follow us on all our social media accounts, even on Twitter.
1: Um, oh, as always, here's a word from our sponsor, Little Italy Pizzeria, located in Townsend, Delaware. Come in, check it out. Let them know what the greatest podcast on Earth century you. They will take care of you. Should prove to your subscriber that you listen to us, they will hook you up with an additional discount. With no further ado, we're going to dive into this list. This week, we're doing quarterbacks. Next week, we got tight ends. We're saving the running backs and receivers for August for the prime time of fantasy football. That's when we're going to bring those out. Right now, it's quarterbacks. Yep. Our number one consensus, it is a tie between Mr. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. I had Pat Mahomes at two. Anthony had him at one. I had Josh Allen as my quarterback one. There's not much exclamation to do with these two guys. They are the best two quarterbacks in fantasy football. Could be fantasy football history for all I know. Uh, Josh Allen is an absolute monster. Last year he was number two. uh, Probably to Patrick Mahomes if I had to guess. The two years before he was number one. The difference between him and Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, is his rushing ability. He rushes for about 600, 700 yards a season. Last two seasons, 700 rushing yards with the rushing touchdowns. I mean both these guys I'd love to have on my fantasy team. Yeah. And that's the rushing is just why I put Josh Allen over Mahomes.
0: Yeah, and I mean and then you wanna look at in terms of the Patrick Mahomes side, Patrick Mahomes coming off the year that he lost his best weapon, arguably entire kill, throws for fifty two hundred yards, forty one touchdowns with only twelve interceptions. He all he had didn't have as many yards as Josh Allen. He had about three hundred and sixty and he scored four rushing touchdowns. So not quite where Josh Allen's at, so I can see why you put him as Q. But with Patrick Mahomes, his lack of rushing ability gets made up due to the fact of the passing yards he throws and the passing touchdowns. He threw for about 1,000 more yards than Josh Allen and threw six more touchdowns. So I guess that gets made, that makes up for it in one way or another, depending on how you look at it. I'm not sure the point breakdown, depending on how you play. Uh, but, Pat Mahomes had 18 more fantasy points. So... Not much of a difference. It just depends on who you you have. Yeah. Yeah. Your preference. Just personal preference. But, I mean, these guys are two guys that you'd love to have on your team. Clear positional advantage. If you can land any of our, I would say, top five or six quarterbacks, it's a clear position of advantage. But, I mean, you never know with these quarterbacks. I would say to have success in fantasy, you probably want around a top ten quarterback to really try and push your team over the hump. Because after that... You're in the 15ish range, then you got the waiver wire guys who are
1: always. I don't think the gap between <clears throat> 10 and 15 is that big anymore. Definitely not this year. We'll touch on that later. Uh, next up, we got Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Number three for both of us last year. He was the quarterback three. A little bit of a tier gap from Mahomes and Allen. He scored uh, 40 less points, give or take 40, 50 less points. Also played two less games, so. You can argue he would have had the number one quarterback. He had 13 rushing touchdowns. Like I said, with these top guys, these three top guys in particular, there's really not much to say. They're going to ball out. They're going to be top five no matter what. And that's that's really all it is for me. Yeah, I mean, you got the Eagles who have their
0: whole offense coming back with bringing in DeAndre Swift, who some might say is better than Miles Sanders, to help make the offense more dynamic. The O-line still has his top two weapons there, and Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard as well. So, I mean, Jalen Hurts probably looking at another top three fantasy quarterback year. Not as... 22 touchdowns, but he did have 13 rushing touchdowns and almost 800 yards rushing on a year. So, I mean, you're probably right. He probably could have finished his QB1 if he played all the games. But as Ryan alluded to, if you're getting one of these top three guys, I mean... You're you're set at quarterback for the year-barring injuries. These are the three best quarterbacks in fantasy football because they do bring you that rushing ability because they do bring you the passing upside as well, and their offenses are stacked. So getting one of these three guys, they're top three for a reason. The points don't lie, and the film don't lie as well. So Jalen Hurts was our number third-ranked quarterback.
1: Next guy is somebody that we can actually talk about a little bit, Lamar Jackson. Yep. Anthony had him at QB4, I had him at QB5. Not Not a lot of difference difference here. Not a lot of difference for these top 10 guys. No. Lamar is a guy who should have a bounce back year this year. Last year he was a QB QB 14. He only played 12 games. Uh, it was a pretty shitty year for the Ravens, if we're going to be honest. There sure was nobody really in the receiving court besides a <clears throat> Mark Andrews. Uh, the running backs got hurt. It was just an on and off. The O-line got hurt. It was just a bad year to be a Baltimore Ravens fan. Bad year for the offense. I think Lamar bounces back in a big way this year. Could easily be QB1. Yeah. I think the upside is there without a doubt. Absolutely. Should definitely be in the top 10 if he plays the full season. You bring in Odell Beckham Jr., you bring in Isaiah flowers you get the O-line back healthy. I'm not sure if they added anybody to it, but with these acquisitions, with the team getting back healthy, I think it's pretty clear. J.K. Dobbins coming back also. I think it's pretty clear the Ravens want to start throwing the ball. Maybe being a little bit of a better offense because they have been a pretty shitty offense their yeah. whole entire lives. Of John Harbaugh, uh, <laughs> no offense, John, but or Jim, not mm. sure which one you are. I think it's, but one of them. I think Lamar is in for a top five fantasy season this year, and we'll see. You know, we'll see how it goes.
0: No, absolutely. And what did you? He, he only played twelve games. 12 in twelve games, finishing his QB fourteen isn't terrible, and he was balling. He threw. 2,200 yards, 17 touchdowns, and he had about 800 rushing yards in that time. So, I mean, Lamar, you're getting Lamar Jackson who's coming back. He finally got his big payday. They revamped the offense. I don't know how much you want to buy into the hype of Odell, but they have a healthy O-line. They have a rookie, one of the best receivers in the class, and I think it was my receiver three.
1: O-line's solid. I really don't mean to cut you off, but Ronnie Stanley, Ben Cleveland, Linderbaum, Zeitler, Morgan Moses. Yeah, I mean that's a solid O line and again JK Dobbins, another guy who I think is in
0: for a monster year this year. I think this Ravens offense is gonna be firing on all cylinders this year. Lamar could be going for another M V P campaign and like you said, could very well finish as a QB one. Finishing as a top fifteen quarterback in twelve games, that's that's
1: good, right? I mean, he had two hundred and forty points, so we just if we just give him twenty for those five other games, that's another hundred and twenty points, it's three sixty. Uh, Hertz scored 380. So, I mean, he probably would have been QB seven, yeah. give or take, give or take.
0: Yeah, so I mean, that's assuming it's just 20 points a week, not including the week. he. he passed, if he yeah. did
1: 20 points a week, he would have put up Joe Burrow numbers. Yeah, so I mean, there you go. That's number. Four. You got that with Lamar. That's
0: why he's number four. I could well see, very well see him being even top three. I thought about moving him over Jalen Hurts, but just with. The Eagles, I think they're going to be good this year. It's yeah.
1: hard to put somebody over, somebody yeah. that just did it they yeah, yeah. didn't do it. But Lamar, I could definitely see myself taking him if people let him fall. Because they might. People yeah, have absolutely. last year syndrome and they're just, you know. <laughs> yep. Next up, we got Joey Burrow. Anthony had him at five. I had him at four. He's just a little bit safer than Lamar for me. I think this team is bust-proof this whole entire. Every single Bengal is arguably bust-proof. Yeah. Uh, they're going to do what they're going to do. Joe Burrow last year was the quarterback for it. Had 365 fantasy points. Uh, 4,500 yards, 36 touchdowns passing, 5 touchdowns rushing. So he does do a little bit of that rushing upside for you. You know, 250 yards, it ain't crazy, but he can. They have shown that he can do it. Uh, Be yeah, a Burrow for me, top 5 quarterback. Wouldn't surprise me if he was QB1. Yeah. He just doesn't have the rushing ability of, like, Alan Hurts, Lamar Jackson. However, he does have the best two receivers in the entire football league, and those guys could make a splash. The best receiving core, you mean? Not the two best receivers, right? Just to clarify. I mean, it's the same. It's probably the same. Well, when I think of
0: two best receivers, I'm thinking – First best, oh. second best. That's I how I best look duo. That. That's a, best yeah. duo. I, mean, I wasn't trying um, to be a dick you
1: we know, just good. being best duo receivers in the league and when you throw in Tyler Boyd, it's the best receiving quarter in the league. Yeah. So this Bengals offense is bus proof. If you want somebody to come in and give you twenty five points a week, that's probably Mr. Joe Burrow. Yeah.
0: I mean and you got a quarterback like Joe Burrow. Yes, he doesn't have the rushing yards per se. But he had 75 rushing attempts last year. That's more attempts than like Trevor Lawrence had, more than Patrick Mahomes had. So if he's getting 75 rushes in an offense where they have Joe Mixon, who's probably a top 10 guy, he's about top 12 for me this year, um, when you have uh, the best receiving core in the NFL and when you have uh, Samajay Piran, who was there last year, 75 rushing attempts from Joe Burrow isn't that bad. A lot I mean, of them
1: are scrambles, though, because he, yeah. he's a little bit too cute back there. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> For my liking. yeah, I get
0: it, and I can see why you would say he's safer than Lamar, just in terms of because Lamar throws his body out there and he runs a lot.
1: And we haven't seen this Ravens offense do anything.
0: That's true. But, yeah, I mean, I think you can absolutely justify Joe Burrow being four or even QB one, per se, in fantasy football just because the offense he's on. They helped out the O-line again this year,
1: bought in some guys, getting some guys back healthy. So, I mean. Next up. Justin Fields, once again, over Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) For you. He's he's one spot over him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anthony had him at QB7. I had him at QB6. So he is our next up on the consensus. Justin Justin Fields Fields. finished as the QB what last year? QB6 last year. He had, I see seven on mine, but QB6, QB7 last year. He had 1,100 rushing yards with eight rushing touchdowns. And he played 15 games. Justin Fields is a guy who, once again, one of these guys that could be quarterback one. He has, He's the best rushing quarterback in the league. Him and Lamar are up yeah. there. I, I'm not sure who I'd rather have, but, I mean, Justin Fields, you got him with DJ Moore. Yeah. If you're a believer in DJ Moore, I'm not necessarily, but if you are, this team is a team to look out for. Their defense isn't the best, so they're going to be, you know, down a good chunk. And Justin Fields, I mean, he showed he could do it last year. Justin Fields last year was having games where he was the best quarterback in fantasy. Uh, He had a couple 40-point games, I believe. Let me see if I can. 42 and 40. He had those back-to-back. He had a 24-26, 42-40, 23, 21-23 game stretch. Right at that middle of the season, he was an absolute baller. QB 8, QB 5. I mean, he was a stud. At the start of the season, he wasn't that good. He was playing hard defenses, and the team sucked. Yeah. You know, but when you bring in a Chase Claypool, it just lights up the world. <laughs> uh, you know, but he, he's a baller, and I think he's going to do great again this year. The Bears are trying to help him out, and I definitely see myself having him on my team.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got Justin Fields again. He didn't put up the best numbers in terms of passing—only twenty-two hundred yards with seventeen passing touchdowns and eleven interceptions. But he did rush for about about 1,200 yards with a rushing touchdown. Like Ryan said, they did give him a DJ more. They helped out the O-line, some in the draft, drafting darn outright. So I mean they're bought in on Justin Fields again. You haven't we haven't really seen what he can do in the NFL in terms of his like the passing upside. Like you know Lamar per se, he'll he could throw the ball. Like we can see throw the ball when he was healthy last year and then he was trapped. He was airing the ball out trying to do that. We've seen flashes of that from Justin Fields, but we, I feel like we really haven't seen him be able to put it all together yet. So I would probably have... I'd rather take Lamar over Jay Fields just based off that alone, but I can definitely see like you're saying about how like you might take him over a Lamar, per se. And then the next guy... My MVP front runner this year, my QB6, Ryan's QB7. I had him at 8. You had him at 8? Jesus. Trevor Lawrence. That's not (laughs) bad. It's
1: two spots off.
0: (laughs) Trevor Lawrence coming off of a pretty good season. 4,100 yards, 25 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, and 9 fumbles. I'm sure that's going to be a focal point of this offseason, trying to work on his ball security. He did rush for 300 yards and 5 rushing touchdowns. Um, Trevor Lawrence is in for a huge year this year. I think he's going to win MVP. I actually have got to get down to the casino to put on some seasonal. long. You think props. he's going to be MVP? You better move his ass up on this list. Um. Anyways. Yeah. Um. They bought him. They have Calvin Ridley for him. Can you pull up their depth chart for me real quick? I want to see something because I think I'm right, but I don't know. Like. who are you thinking? They. I just need to see the uh, the offensive line.
1: They have Sheriff. That's who you're talking
0: about. They have. We brought in Brandon Sheriff last year. They taught it. They drafted. Where the hell? Anton Harris. I almost called him Anthony Harrison. O-line. I mean, Walker Little's got to get out of there. Anton Harrison will take a spot when Cam Robinson gets back. But, I mean, they helped out the O-line some. They're getting Travis Etienne back after a solid second half of last season. Bringing in Calvin Ridley. Christian Kirk had a year, and they just paid Evan Ingram. I think this offense is going to come firing out on all cylinders. Pick up right where they left off in a tight game with Kansas City in... The second round of the playoffs last year. I think Trevor Lawrence is in for a monster year. I think he could easily finish top 5, top 3. Depending on how the year goes. I'm very high on Trevor Lawrence this year. I'd love to have him on as many teams as I can get him in. And I think he's in for a really, really big year this year. He finishes QB 7 last year. But
1: I think he's going to finish top 6, top 5, top 4, top 3-ish. I have him as QB 8. I don't see... I think Trevor Lawrence has a good year this year, but I could also see Trevor just being a What's the best way to describe this. Like a, a 18 a 24 point fantasy quarterback like the whole way through. Just not a lot of low weeks, but he's also not giving you like the week winning upside that I personally like kind of go for. I mean, last year he had one game of being QB1, 130 point game in his season. You know, that's not a necessarily a bad thing because he just, you know, as long as you're winning the games, it doesn't matter. As long as you're putting up 20, 25 fantasy points, it doesn't matter. But I just personally, I think I want somebody that can give me 30. I'm not sure Trevor's that guy. However, sure. he's going to be, you know, I have him at eight. God, they so He was eight bad. last year. The, the Jaguars have never been a thing. So to say they're back is absurd. Well, first
0: of all, they were in the AFC Championship
1: some years ago. It was a little while ago now,
0: and they almost beat Kansas City in the playoffs. I know it's almost, they didn't, but they they were goddamn close to being the Super World champion in the playoffs. They had Blake
1: That was an anomaly. That was a fluke. They had the best
0: defense in the league. That was Could have been one of the fluke. best ever, but they didn't keep them all together, because the Jags GM is awful. Because the Jags be the Jags. Let's talk about the next guy I want to talk about. Can I start this one out, please? Sure. Justin Herbert. He was my QB8, and he was your 7, right? Based off this alone, Justin Herbert had a down year last year, but he threw the ball 700 times last year. (laughs) That shows you enough. If you can get a quarterback that's going to throw the ball 700 times, at that point he's got to do something with it. So that's why I have Justin Herbert at QBA. He doesn't provide any rushing upside. He had negative 10 receiving yards last year. I don't know how the fuck you do that. Threw 10 picks and lost three fumbles. But when you got a quarterback that's going to throw the ball 700 times, I guess that warrants being a top 10. I mean, Justin Herbert, according to experts, is a top five quarterback going into this year. He throws the ball 700 times. So if you're down bad at quarterback, go ahead and, I guess, grab Justin Herbert, who's going to throw the ball 699 times.
1: Yeah, Herbert's not one of the guys I'm going to touch it on really a lot. Scrub. It's fair. Uh, But – I have him missed seven. He's going to throw the ball, like Anthony said, 700, 700 times. times. He has Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Quentin Johnson, Austin Eckler. Uh, with those four guys, I see a lot of passes. I see a lot of passing touchdowns. I don't think this team is that good. So, Kellen Moore is also the the <laughs> leader behind that. And he sucks, but he likes passing the ball a lot, too. Uh, so, it's going to be a good fantasy year for Justin Herbert. I probably don't want him on my team because I refuse to watch Chargers football. And next up, Dakota Prescott. Oh, Anything you had him at 9? I had him at 9. Yeah. With
0: Dak... He's so back. He said he's not throwing 10 picks this year. He's so back.
1: He's so back. <laughs> With Dak, you're getting a consistent fantasy football season. Last year, it wasn't that good. He only played 12 games. Because he uh, missed the start of the season. Cooper Rush came in and took over. But Dak, overall throughout his career, 7, 10, 14, 2, 32 when he missed basically the whole Can season. Can I say something? 8, uh, 18 last year. He's gonna be fine. He's not gonna give you uh, league, league like winning weeks necessarily. I don't think. But he can throw the ball around the yard, and he's gonna do fine.
0: Side note: Um, did you know that Mac Jones and Andy Dawn, Davis Mills, Marcus Mariota, and Jacoby Brissett all finished above Ryan Tannehill last year?
1: Yeah, but Tannehill's getting D, de- and the Titans are in the division. I will bet you any amount of money the Titans don't win a division. You have to give me odds because I know they're not the favorite. I don't care. Um, who are we talking about? Dakota? Yeah, I don't think he's about to touch on. Yeah, I
0: mean, Dak prescotts he's back. I mean, they bought him Brandon Cooks for him. Great receiver, too, to have. CeeDee Lamb is in for another monster year this year. And Dak literally said he's not throwing 10 picks. And people and just hate on Dak. He don't strike me as a liar. He seems like a genuine stand-up guy.
1: He does, and people hate him.
0: So when he says he's not throwing 10 picks, I believe it.
1: He's throwing twelve. <laughs> <I> <laughs> mean, We're twenty. He, God knows. <laughs> but you know, he's gonna be fine. He's just But yeah, I mean I <laughs> if you want a safe quarterback to give you about twenty points a week, that's gonna be kinda late. Dak is your guy. Yes. Dak is the answer. He gives you the thirty
0: upside though. He does. I feel like I mean, he hasn't really been as mobile as he was early in his career You're since right. the injury. Granite. Understandable, rightfully so. And the offensive line has been very up and down. But I think, like you said, Dak Prescott finishing his QB 19, it was just absolutely a down year. That's really unlike him. They have a healthy O-line coming back. And he played 12 games. And he played 12 games, yeah. They bought in Brandon Cooks. Tony Pollard should be back healthy. I mean, I think this Dallas team is going to be all right. If there's a year that Dallas is... This is our year. This could be the year in theory. (laughs) Yes, call it what you want. I know I'm high on the Eagles. I might like the Eagles a little bit, whatever. But as a pure fan and lover of the sport of football, I really think Dallas could make a run this year. And that does start with Dak Prescott. So I I think he's back this year. I don't see another QB 19 finish, obviously barring injuries,
1: in his future. Yep, back is fine. Next guy we can talk about a little bit. It's Mr. Deshaun Watson. We both oh, had him at QB 11. We're feeling a little bold about Where did you about. have my 10? Huh? Where did you have my QB 10? Who is your QB 10? Oh, next
0: up. Oh, okay. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about back. I'm super high on Deshaun Watson this year. How many games? Can you
1: tell me how many games he played last year? Let me see if I can find there he is. He played six games last year. Okay. He only had 90 points. Yeah. Not that good last year.
0: Finishes QB 36. Don't even read his stats last year because they mm, suck. Damn, they, they were bad. Um, But you look at it like this. You know the deal. Deshaun Watson hadn't played football in what, two years?
1: Uh,
0: One year and... About a year
1: and a half. Season solid and Solid half. half,
0: yes. You're getting a full off-season back. He's getting a full off-season back where he doesn't... I mean, I don't know what... That's going on with that? I'm talking about this from a pure football projection standpoint. He's having a... This is full off season back. The team's bought... They bought in some weapons for him. They had a great draft. They bought in Elijah Moore, who I think is going to have a huge year this year. And just the fact that he gets to be with the team every single day, go through practice camp, come in as a starter week one, and not have to go through the preseason then sit out for, what was it, 12 games... And then just get thrown back in there. And I'm pretty... They didn't have the easiest schedule either, if I remember correctly. I'm not quite sure. I could be wrong on that. But I really think Deshaun Watson, I think he's going to bounce back this year. Another guy with top five fantasy football quarterback upside just to his rushing ability. I could be dead wrong and he could just suck and just fall off. And (laughs) that was the end of his career of all that stuff that happened. But I think that Cleveland as a whole team, I think they have one of the better rosters on paper in the NFL top to bottom. And I really think that with the offensive line and with the offensive skill position players that they have around Deshaun Watson,
1: I think it could be in for a monster year and easily finish as a top five quarterback this year. Yeah, the Browns arguably have the best offensive line of football. Pairing that with Deshaun Watson is really disgusting because he's always been a deep ball Type of thrower, mm-hmm. you also give him Amari Cooper. You also bring in Eliza Moore, who is going to dominate the slot for him. Yep, Donovan Peoples Jones, who I think is pretty good at football. He was good, he was great last year for him. I them. think he he's was... good at football. People hate him, I, I mean, in fa- I
0: feel like he was like a weekly flex guy in fantasy last year. Uh,
1: down bad flex, but I see the division. Yeah, so, yeah, drafted Cedric Tillman. Not sure what he's going to do, but third round pick might have might bring something out of him. The offense should be firing. The defense, on the other hand, also great. They have one of the best D-lines in football with Maz Garrett and Zadarius Smith. Mm -hmm. They are deep all the way through. There should be no problems with this football team. They should roll, and I could definitely see playoffs for them, without a doubt. I could see them winning the division. wouldn't surprise me. Who's in that division? The best division of football, but still. Yeah, I mean, they could. They still could. In theory,
0: barring injuries and if all these teams pan out, this could be a four playoffs. I say it every year about one or two divi- like one or two divisions, but I think that if there is a year for all four teams to make the playoffs, I think it could be this division this year.
1: The Browns are arguably the best team in that division. They just don't yeah. have the superstars. I mean, if Watson's that back, works. that division's in trouble. If Watson's Texans-Watson, yeah, the other. Yes, 100%. But That's a big if so. Mm-hmm. Next up, Kirk I Cousins. love this
0: guy so much. I watched like Netflix did a documentary, it was him, Mariota, and Matt Mahomes. I love Kirk Cousins. All the slander, Kirk. If you're watching this, I'm sorry for all the slander. You're saw... a great stand up guy, you're a family man. I saw and... a clip,
1: I saw like a picture, like, and he was talking about walking on water or something.
0: Dude lost a playoff game of the Giants, went home. Put his kids to bed, sung them their nightly Bible verses and prayed with them. And, like, dude opens fan mail, signs, cards people send them. Like, what a guy. He just – a guy <laughs> that gets
1: hate for no reason. Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. Yes. Kirk Cousins, Anthony Adam at 10, I had him at 13. 13 might be a little bit too steep for him. But QB6 That's last like year – kind of hating, damn. I don't think there's – a like I said, I don't think there's a big gap between 10 and 15. It's fair. I genuinely don't. Because – Gino Tua, I think, can do just as good as Yeah. That's, I that's think fair. they're all like the they're like the same teams. They have great receivers. They throw the ball a lot. Kirk Cousins lost to Alvin Cook, so it should be more passes in theory. Adam Thielen, I don't think, will be a hit. Jalen is probably better than Adam Thielen, and you got Justin Jefferson. What? Jalen Rager? No. Uh, shit, Jordan Addison. I was like, are you out of your you fucking mind? Would you give me a break? Would you give me a break? Listen up. You said that you so You know what I meant. You, I didn't cuz you said that so confidently. <laughs> yeah, cuz I just yeah, Whatever. You <laughs> um, said that so confident Jordan Addison probably better than I'm feeling. Will be definitely. Or should be definitely. Should I don't know be. if he will be year one, but Yeah. T.J. Hawkinson's there for a full off season. Oh, he's so bad. He's the so offensive coordinator for the coach of the Vikings, throws the ball a lot. Kevin O'Connell. He throws the ball a shit ton. Yeah, And was. we kind of knew this was going to happen. Did happen last year. Could happen again this year. But Kirk Cousins, I mean, he don't run the ball ever. He had two rushing toddies with 100 yards. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, Kirk Cousins, I think this, like I said, I think this gap from, shit, you can argue nine with Dak Prescott all the way up until like 14, 15, I think are all very, very close together. I just happen to have Kirk at 13. I mean, in theory, all these top 20 guys, except maybe one or
0: two or three on my list, could be like top 10 guys. I think it's like. It's it's tough to say that, though, just because you know not the league is not going to have 20 amazing quarterbacks.
1: It's like one, two, three to eight, and then it's like nine to 15. Yeah, and then it's yeah. like the Flyers. Yeah. And Kirk could easily be. Shit, number seven again. Wouldn't yeah. surprise. It wouldn't surprise me if he's right next to Herbert. It wouldn't. But yeah. is what
0: it is. I mean, yeah, Kirk Cousins, stand-up guy, family guy. Love the dude to death, man. Just really just takes off every Tuesday and spends the day
1: with his family. I mean, just what a guy. Who does that? Next up, Geno Smith. <laughs> this was the exact opposite for Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith. Anthony had Geno at 13. I had Geno at 10. Uh, Gina was quarterback five last year. He was one spot better than Kirk Cousins. Talk about another team with a shit ton of receivers. The Seattle Seahawks. They got DK, Tyler Lockett, JSN, Pete Carroll, who seems to now throw the ball shit ton. I'm telling you, Pete
0: Carroll is just a quarterback guru, bro. There's no – he just – guy just knows how to develop quarterbacks.
1: Gina threw the ball 572 times. I would say that's pretty high. And Seattle's one of the highest the fast paced offenses in football. So yeah. with running a lot of plays, Gino's kind of bus-proof. He's gonna throw the ball a lot. He's gonna be right with Kirk Cousins. They're gonna be right next to each other mm-hmm. at the end of the year. That's fair. No matter they could be seven, eight, nine, ten, they're gonna be next to each other.
0: Gino had three hundred sixty rushing yards last year. That ain't terrible.
1: Gino's a guy. Yeah. Who's was next? Tua Tagovailoa. I
0: had Tua as my QB 12. You had him at 12 as well.
1: Tua Finished. is the riskiest quarterback in football. Yes. Where did he finish last year? 15 and 13 games. 15 and 13 games. Uh, yeah, Tua is... Uh, his game log was... I mean, dude, the upside is there.
0: <laughs> like, it's just... Can if Tua stayed healthy last year, he probably would have been an MVP front runner with the way he was playing. Tua, but the injuries are just so scary, dude.
1: Yeah, I mean he missed. If, I have, I would argue six games, especially with the concussion, dude.
0: Like if he gets like a blow to the head, he may, I mean, consider like not hopefully not going wood he could consider it a career I mean taking that like
1: Tua like you said he's scary in terms of a fantasy quarterback Tua I would love for him to be my backup fantasy quarterback would absolutely love it if you're in a super flex and you have Tua spend some pretty good capital on a QB3 just because of the fact that Tua could miss the whole entire season on he is the riskiest player injury wise yes it sucks to say the truth is what it is Tua is a baller. I love Tua, but you know it is what it is.
0: I saw he finished his arm sleeve.
1: After, <laughs> Did Tua gained some respect. I saw he? it. I
0: saw it after I made my rankings, and I was really upset about it. But I saw he finished his arm sleeve, dude. And as long
1: as Tua got a little bit more, respect he would have got bumped
0: or... from. Honestly, he probably would have got bumped from twelve to like, and probably took Justin Herbert's
1: spot <laughs> and just, <laughs> just slid everyone down one. Just, just switch them. Just move Herbert down to 12, piss on it. I was <laughs> just thinking move Tua and just everyone will be down I one more. I
0: but, I, I mean, that, that like, there's, the, 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 like, the tribal arm sleeve, bro, like, on his throwing arm, too, I think it was. Damn, dude, that's a bad dude. Next up,
1: <laughs> we got Aaron Rodgers.
0: Aaron Rodgers, the most overrated quarterback in our generation. Man.
1: I might have put Aaron Rodgers a little bit too high, put him here. Where did you have him? Lower than you. Anthony Adam at 14, I am a at 16. Really? Yeah. That's you think that's I, low? I think it's a little too... Mm. I think it's like I think it should be 17, 18.
0: I feel like f- anywhere from 14 to 17 is about right for Aaron Rodgers. Just because he took a giant step back last year. And I think I could have been right all along that Devontae Adams was the only reason that Aaron Rodgers was ever good at football. And all the elite playmakers that he had
1: around him throughout his career. Last year he was QB 13. He was QB 13 last year. I thought he was How? miserable last year. I mean I don't I don't he I don't play every it. game, I think. Yeah. When you play every game, I mean it helps. I mean who did he yeah. finish who did he finish so, above though? Like Hold on, let me read this shit. He was QB whatever, thirteen. Let me read you like this is how miserable it is owning this guy. He was QB thirty two week one, seventeen thirteen, fourteen fourteen, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen ten. Yeah, that's one okay. good week. Against the against Dallas oh, of <laughs>
0: <laughs> 13, that was a 27, 19, you. 22, 14,
1: 13, 17. He would pussy. One time, he was a QB1. QB, like top 12 QB in a week. One freaking time.
0: I mean, who did he finish above, though, that like you would have thought was. I mean, that's about right. I feel like the way the quarterbacks played last year, because what? He finished above Lamar, who missed games, Tua, who missed games. Russell Wilson, who sucked. Derek Carr, who had a down year. Kyler, who was out. Dak had a down year. Then you got, like, Mariota Mills, Andy Dolan, Mac Jones, Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy G, Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan, Kenny Pickett, Baker, Taylor Heineke, Carson Wentz, and Matt Stafford. I mean, I guess that that's about right for him. I feel like, in theory, QB 13 for Aaron Rodgers after the season he had last year is bad. But looking at the quarterbacks below him, it makes sense.
1: Aaron Rodgers played a full season. If he didn't, then he wouldn't know where be.
0: So, in theory, play. there was 12 good quarterbacks last year. Then Aaron the cutoff was Tom Brady at 12.
1: Depends on how in you In terms play of at fantasy. It. I mean, because you're only looking at full season stats, but Tua was a good quarterback for when he yeah. played. You have to look at I'm talking about, like, season long. Season long is so... Tua was better than Aaron Rodgers last year. I know. Yeah, I would agree. In the come to, to us, I would rather have a quarterback give me four, or I would rather have a quarterback give me six great weeks than Aaron Rodgers give me seventeen mid ass weeks and one top ten week. And that's yes. what Aaron Rodgers did. Yeah, and that's what he might do this season. I
0: don't know. I mean, I don't know. I like what the Jets have around him in terms of Brees Hall. They're the second betting favorites to land Dalvin Cook. They have Garrett Wilson, who's in for, probably in for a big year. Was a great receiver last year with just the the um the what's the word I'm for, with the plethora of quarterbacks that they had last year. He's got other weapons around him. Who else was on that team? They bought in his boy Alan Lazard. Randall Cobb's on that team. Who were their other receivers? Aaron
1: Rodgers, Corey Davis, Miko Hardman, Randall Cobb, yep. Alan Lazard. Aaron Rodgers has never been like a great fantasy quarterback. I mean he did have two MVP seasons, but it's still like kind of it's hard owning this guy just because of the fact that like He doesn't care too much. Like he'll put up Yeah. He just goes and and plays football. Two fifty and two touchdowns, which is and be super efficient, but he just don't care. He he's not giving you a bunch of stats and that's what it's gonna happen again this year. He's just gonna be an RA quarterback. See maybe we could get an Aaron Rodgers on a mission to go win a Super Bowl though. You could. I look at it
0: like this. If you think that if you buy into the hype of Aaron Rodgers, if you think Garrett Wilson can be near the similar level as Devontae Adams was and go out there and score over 10 touchdowns, be a 1,000-yard-plus receiver, and be that much of a difference maker against, for an offense on, against a defense. Because if you look, Devontae Adams was amazing his whole time with Aaron Rodgers. As soon as he left, Aaron Rodgers fell off a cliff. I would argue that this Jets team has a better line than the Packers had in Aaron Rodgers' final few years there. Probably about a similar running back room, depending on how you look at it. But in pretty much similar receiver rooms with Cobb, Lazard, and like a Mecole Hardman, like about the same tier of guys. But if you think Garrett Wilson can be as efficient and as good as Devontae Adams was, then buy into the Aaron Rodgers hype. If you believe that, then I'm sure Aaron Rodgers will be good. But there is a complete world where Aaron Rodgers is just overrated as shit, like I've been saying, and I was right about him. That's how I look
1: at it. If, th- if that makes sense. I think, I mean, we don't know yet, but yeah. it's hard to, it's hard when your number one receiver leaves. That, that's fair. And I don't care how good, I mean, Tom Brady's like the only one that's ever had success without somebody to throw the ball to. Yeah. Uh, next up, Danny Dimes. Anthony Adam is 16, I am at 14. Hmm. Danny Dimes could be a top 10 quarterback. Shit, he was, was last th- year, he th- finished number th- 9. nine. He had a couple games last year where he was QB8, QB3, QB3, QB9, QB2. He also had his bad fantasy games where he was QB25, where he was QB21. I think Danny Dimes in for a pretty decent year this year. I looked at their depth chart the other day, and their receiving core is just the most mid-receiving core in football. That's terrible. Um, Saquon might sit out games, so it's something to work like, out for. It, it, I, if, he'll
0: sit out camp, and he'll come back week one, and they'll work out a deal. No way he sits out. There's no working out deals. It's over. I I know, but <laughs> they work behind the scenes. Hodgins, you know,
1: Slayton, know. Campbell, Wandale, Hyatt, Shepard, Jamison Crowder. The most mid-receiving Delaware legend David Stills. Um, Gary Brightwell, Delaware legend. Mm-hmm. They have two good tackles, and their defense are, I mean, John Michael really Schmidt's bad. rookie center. It is what it is. Yeah. Danny Dimes going to be okay. I'm not drafting him because I refuse to watch Giants football. I respect it, but if you think that Daniel Jones,
0: if they now if they say Saquon's coming back, you know, Saquon's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder again like he was last year. They bought in a Darren Waller, and Daniel Jones made it work last year with just Saquon in the same receiving room now. So, if you think that Darren Waller can be that much of a difference maker, which I think Daniel Jones can easily finish as a top 10 guy again.
1: Yeah. There's much to talk about there. I will not be owning him, but I think. Next up, Derek Carr. Yes, finally. a Good quarterback. <laughs> uh, Daniel Jones and Aaron Rodgers are tied on our list. Derek Carr is also tied with the next guy. Derek Carr, I had it 15. You had it. I didn't have him ranked. I spent mm. him at 21 on the list. Okay. I have Derek Carr at QB fifteen this year.
0: Derek Carr, he had a down year last year. Obviously, had some not falling out, but he just his time in Vegas was kind of over. When they decided to, he decided to dismiss himself from the team for the final weeks, and they bought in Jared Stidham to be the starter. Went to New Orleans for a reason. Signed a massive deal. New Orleans is probably a very good situation for him. He's finally got a good O line. He has. Dud receiver and Chris Olave is going to have a second year breakout season. Michael Thomas, in theory, should be back healthy. They got Juwan Johnson at tight end this year. Talk about him next week. They have a pretty good O line. You don't know what you're getting from Alvin Kamara. They bought in Jamal Williams and they drafted another running back. This is probably one of the better situations we've seen Derek Carr in. In ter- since like 2015 or 16 when the Raiders made their last big like playoff run before Derek Carr got injured Latavius Murray Amari Cooper Michael Crabtree yeah this is probably the best team he's been on since then arguably because it's con- it's a complete team good receivers good running backs great offensive line I think Derek Carr is a bounce back year he sits at about around QB 15 every year. He does have the upside where he will air the ball out. He has deep threats in Chris Olave and a checkdown guy in Mike or like a short pass guy in Michael Thomas. And I just truly think that Derek Carr is always a safe QB pick. He's got a good O-line this year, and if you believe in the Saints and Derek Carr and him having a bounce back year, take a shot on him. Again, the rankings like you said from 10 to However, it's not that far off. You could argue I could arguably have put Derek Carr over Kirk Cousins, Watson, or Tua. I just think he fits around the fifteen range. He sits around QB fifteen on a down year. He finishes QB seventeen last year. Just
1: to put it in some perspective. So um, that's where I'm at with it. I'm a little bit different with Derek Carr. I think he is in the tier below where Anthony's putting him. I think he's with like the Matt Stafford's or Russell Wilson, the Jared Goffs so of the world. Me sure. personally, because. I mean, even when he was having great seasons, he was never a top-ten quarterback in fantasy-wise. Even when he had, you know, Michael Crabtree and Amari Cooper. I do think Derek Carr can have a pretty good season. I do think that he could be a pretty solid quarterback, too. I think the floor is going to be pretty high with him. Yeah. Just because the team is going to be, I think, solid. You know, he's playing against the Falcons twice, and, you know, he's playing against the Bucks twice. Yeah. So... In theory, should have some success there. But Derek Carr, I think, is going to have Did a pretty good season. Did you purposely not say Carolina twice? They have a decent defense. They have an okay defense. <laughs> 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 I mean, shit. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, next up, Ant Rich. Anthony didn't have him ranked. I had him at 15. See, rookies are so tough to rank. I'm just high on the guy.
0: Like, I mean, I don't blame you. I just... Damn Rich, he's a guy that
1: sucked in college passing the ball by. Sucked. <laughs> that
0: is an understatement. You call it some of
1: catching strays this episode. How I've been fifteen however, if he starts for 17 football games, there is absolutely no way in hell that this guy is not a top 15 quarterback. I refuse to believe it. If he starts every single game, there's just no way. It's fair. Because of his rushing abilities, because he's six foot four, two hundred and forty-four pounds and can run the ball like Cam Newton, there is not a damn way that he's under quarterback 15, in my eyes. I respect it. If he just gets a little bit better at throwing the ball, he he could just beat Justin Fields throwing the ball-wise, and he would be fine, fantasy-wise. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. I just don't really like to throw rookies up here just
0: because you truly don't know what you're going to get.
1: That's all about taking the shot,
0: you know? I'm more of a
1: conservative You're going to put B. John in your top three. But he's a rookie, though. It's so different. different. I I know. It's Russian quarterbacks, it's kind of not,
0: because that's a cheat code. Principle is, based off principle, it's different, but it's not. I see what you're saying, but at the same time, I look at it from my perspective.
1: Yeah, like Justin Fields wasn't that good at pass, but that man could run, and that helped him. And Rich, I can see the same thing. It's fair. Next up, we got Matt Stafford. Anthony had him at 18, I have him at 19. Matt Stafford is a guy who I think could be a pretty decent sleeper. The reason is, I think Matt Stafford could be around top 10, I think. The way I drew out the Rams season How did in you, my head. Let's hear it. The defense is gonna be absolutely dog shit. Yes. Just horrible. Terrible. Yep. Just just bad. The offense <laughs> leaves a lot to be desired also. So where are you going with this? <laughs> this, <laughs> team going to this team is gonna suck. This team's gonna get blown out? Yes. However, this team has Matthew Stafford and has Cooper Cup. <laughs> These two guys are gonna throw the ball around the damn yard. I believe it wholeheartedly. Matthew Stafford is going to put up an empty ass Detroit line stat line. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to put up some fantasy points. I believe it. I think he has a chance to. I listen. If he could easily be my QB three any day of the damn week, and a dynasty is going like round 18, I would love for Matthew Stafford to be my QB three. They were. I don't even know if the Rams are so. I think if the Rams
0: suck this year, they're going to go with like Stetson Bennett. They tried to trade Matt Stafford this offseason for a reason. And with his injury history, listen to who's blocking for him. Joe Newtboom, Steve Avila, who's a rookie, Brian Allen, Coleman Shelton, and Rob Havenstein with the only depth piece of Alaric Jackson. But he has Cooper Cup, and he's going to get blown out. Okay, so when teams, just when they run a base 4-3 defense, uh-huh. they, like... They're getting there in four seconds. And what is he just throwing it up in the air? It's gonna get it does You're not winning
1: the fourth quarter. Matt Stafford will put up ten points in a fourth
0: quarter. Every time. Religiously. I am not buying into the hype of the Rams this year. I said Matt oh, Stafford. Listen, I'm just I said Matt Stafford is QB eighteen I'm just because it's uh, I mean I now that I think about it, I should have switched my twentieth guy with my eighteenth guy. <laughs> But I guess it's too late now. Yeah, I just I don't see it with them this year. I think we're looking at a really bad Detroit Lions team this year with throwing it back with the Rams.
1: Well, if you're looking at a bad Detroit Lions team, Matthew Stafford finishes 5, 9, 7, 15, 8, 6, and 7. So, <laughs> he's back. The 37-year-old Matt Stafford.
0: 35.
1: Nice. Prime Matt Stafford is back. Okay. Russell Wilson is next up. Anthony M at 19. I am at 18. I probably put that man too high. There's no way in hell. Um, Russell Wilson, he finished his QB 16 last year, and he barely threw any touchdown passes. So I don't know how he did that at all, but he managed to do it. He had more bathrooms and touchdown passes. More bathrooms? Yeah, oh, shit. The, yeah, right. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, did you just botch that? The last four weeks, he was pretty good. But listen... It, the Broncos are such a hard team because Sean Payton is a good coach, and he might turn things around miraculously. This receiver room is so loaded. See, you say that, but damn, they suck. On paper, they're, <laughs> yeah. six, they're eight deep. On paper, they're great. However, Tim Patrick gets hurt every year. Tim Patrick is the best Judy receiver just on this team. It's what it sounds like. horrible, too. Coming out
0: of Denver, it sounds like Tim Patrick is the best receiver on his Broncos
1: team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I
0: mean... I think that Sean Payton could turn things around. Oh, my God. With how dynamic he runs his offense, I think it's good for Russell Wilson, especially with the P. Ryan coming in as a dynamic pass-catching running back. Who can be that bell cow guy if Javante Williams, when Javante Williams has a terrible season back off the injury? On paper, they drafted Marvin Mims in the second round. You have first round pick Jerry Judy. Cortland Sutton was a third-round pick, and Tim Patrick's been a stud every year. He bought in his guy Marquez Callaway. They have KJ Hamler and Lil Jordan Humphrey, who was the same. They have Greg Dolchich, who they are who Sean Pagan is using as his Taysom Hill kind of player, just without the quarterback. He's playing in a side, he's playing at tight end. He's getting snaps all over the place. They bought him Mike McGlinchey to be out of the backfield. They got Quinn Miner's third-round Division three pick. Lloyd Cushenberry, Ben Powers, and Garrett Bowles. And I just sold myself on the Broncos. They're so back. Russell Wilson is going to have a good year this year. And the Broncos are so back.
1: Next up Jared Goff. Anthony Adam him at 20. I had him at 17. Where did you have my 17 guy? Not ranked. Next up. Because mm, okay. I didn't rank his ass. He sucks. Jared Goff. I think he's going to be good this year. Jared Goff. Finished as QB 10 last year. On a Detroit Lions team, that's kind of exciting. They scored a lot of points. They allowed a lot of points, and I yep. think we could be in for a similar situation this year. Uh, he has Amirassane Brown once again. His running back is Jameer Gibbs, who is going to ply, or probably play more games than DeAndre Swift. Receiving room. Took a hit. There's no TJ Hawkinson. Uh, who's their number two? J-Mo when he gets back. The receiving room isn't that good. I mean, they did it last. You think about it. They did
0: it last year, though, with just Amon Ra, with Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond. They did it last year and made it work. And they traded Hawkinson halfway through the season. I'm not reading too much in there. And they bought in Marvin Jones
1: Jr. Jared Goff's going to be a solid QB2 for your football team, and that is all I have to say about it. I mean, solid QB2. It's nice and fair for him, right? Their O-line is really good.
0: When Graham Glasgow is a backup on your O-line, you have a great O-line. Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank, right now. How do I type in hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the the Lions, I don't think they're good. I don't think Jared Goff has a top 10 year like he did last year. But I can very well see it again. I just don't know how sold I am in terms of Jared Goff coming out here and repeating the same
1: thing he He's did last year. He's in that 15 to 20 tier. If he plays all his games, yeah, be fine. Next up, Kenny Pickett anything i'm 17 i'm a 22 steelers man the standard is eight mate eight.
0: i have a lot of steelers rank. i mean what i had i mean this steelers team is weird <laughs> i think kenny pickett just based off the talent they have around him i think that he could have a Roger jones is not even the
1: starter jesus Okay. Courtney ESPN. Training camp hasn't even started yet. With the talent
0: around him, I think that the potential is there for Kenny Pickett. And he can have a... Where did he finish last year? Can you check for me while I talk about this? I mean, they have Najee Harris and Jalen Warren in the backfield. The receiver room, Deontay... George Pickens, Allen Robinson, Calvin Austin. He averaged
1: about 10 points
0: a game. With Pat Frymuth and Darnell Washington, they helped out the offensive line a lot. Bring, drafting Broderick Jones, who's arguably the best lineman. They bought in Isaac Samalu. They have Mason Cole, who Steelers fans love. Chukwuma Okafor, James Daniels, with Nate Harbig, Kevin Dotson, and Kendrick Green. This is a deep, deep Steelers offense in general with a really good defense. Now I'm not sitting here and I'm not going to sit here and tell you Kenny Pickett's going to go finish top five. But I think Kenny Pickett <laughs> could give you some serviceable starts week to week if you have an injury or a quarterback on by. I think Kenny Pickett's going to be a solid streamer all year. I think he'll be good for about 20-ish, 15, 20 points a week. They did bring in Allen Robinson, too, may I add? I think Kenny Pickett is a 10 to 15 guy. I would say he's
1: about 15, 17, 20-ish. So ambitious. Uh, Kenny Pickett would not be on my teams. Next up, Kyler Murray could play week one. He's trying to. We could see if Kyler Murray plays, shit. Yeah. Ten games, he's gonna be on my fantasy football team. Uh, he's been a top ten quarterback pretty much his whole entire career. And fantasy wise, he is kind of fantasy buzz proof because of his ability to pass the ball. Yeah, I agree. And it's really a question mark there. Uh, I could see myself drafting him on teams. I mean, if you if you get you know Kyler Murray. You get another quarterback. If you're in a super flex, you get your stud quarterback, you get Kyler Murray, and then you get a quarterback with an easy start to the season. Then you're solid when Kyler Murray comes back. That's how I feel about it. And I like Kyler Murray this year. Do you have any other sleepers that you wanted to touch on? Because I have a few. Uh, Go ahead. I'll find some.
0: Um, I'm not really going to sit here and go too much in depth, but if you're in the last round of your draft and you want to just take a quarterback instead of a position or a player that's not like a Henry Ruggs or a, just one of those meme guys, go ahead and take a shot on like a Sam Howell. Went 3-0 and as a starter in Washington, I think, last year when he started. Had threw the ball a lot, aired the ball out really well. A Desmond Ritter, I think the Falcons are going to make some noise on offense this year. Or a C.J. Stroud. Or like Ryan said, I don't know where Anthony Richardson's going, but if you want to grab a C.J. Stroud or Aaron Rich, there's quarterbacks with high upside rookies, I would go ahead and grab one of those guys. I think C.J. Stroud's the best in the class. But those are just some sleeper quarterbacks. If you decide to wait till last minute and you end up with like a Aaron Rodgers as your QB one, go ahead and grab one of those guys at the end of the draft just for some upside at quarterback.
1: Yeah, for me, I would say my sleepers: Anthony Richardson, like you said, Matt Stafford. I think could be in for a decent year, and Kyler Murray.
0: That's fair, I respect it. And that is going to wrap. This is a little bit of a long one. If you stayed to the end, thank you. Shout out to you. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Be sure to be on the lookout for our Fantasy Football Mock Draft. I would say it's probably going to come out on Thursday if I had to guess. So be sure to check that out. Like, subscribe, and we'll see you guys later this week. See ya. Peace.